Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, where we offer solutions to the obstacles you face when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals. As a married couple who's lost a combined weight of 100 kilograms and 11 clothes sizes, our raw, real, and relatable stories will show you the path you must walk to achieve, and more importantly, maintain the results you know you can reach, because we know it works. So get ready to share the success and show the results with your hosts, Matt and Courtney. Hello and welcome back to the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Courtney and next to me as always is Matt. Welcome to the final episode of the Weight Loss Podcast ever. No. For 2019. For 2019, yes. And so, for season two. Colon, yeah, and for season two. Colon season two. Named season two. Just season. What's the theme of the season? Season two. Okay, cool. Glad we sorted that out by the end of it. So yeah, we're here to wrap it up, just to basically say hello, goodbye, we love you, and thank you. Yes, absolutely. Answer, answer a couple of questions and also uh, just lay out the fact that, hey, we're taking a break. Yes. Wrapping up season two. We loved it, because we love what we do. Yes. And season three is already planned out. Yes, so and it's not going to be a big break, so don't panic. We're not taking we, six months off or anything like that. Far from it. Uh, we will announce a launch date for Season 3 at a time, not now. Yes. However, we have what you might consider an extensive back catalogue. We do. To get into uh, approximately 85,000 episodes Definitely. that we've done so far. Definitely. That's about it, yeah? Yes. So we're going to take a break. And we're going to be back with season three in uh, the first quarter of 2020. Yeah, it's crazy to say that. It 2020. Already, it already feels weird just saying that. 2020. Uh, I'm still living in 1998, so <laughs> how's that working out for me? <laughs> I'd say pretty well. So we do hope you've got a lot out of season two. Uh, if not, well... Sorry. We're the worst. <laughs> Don't know why you're still listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, th- thanks for hanging around. Uh, if you have got a lot, that's fantastic. We would obviously appreciate any feedback on what you've got out of season two and also what you'd like to see moving forward. So always feel free to email us at podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Yes. Speaking of emails at podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com, I reckon we should answer some. Yeah, let's answer a couple while we're here. First well, one. Well, I've actually got three. Perfect. So I've got a couple, but it's three. A few. Oh, a few. I've got a few. First one comes from Kathy in the USA. Thanks for your question, Kathy. Hello, Kathy. I've been enjoying your podcast when I'm out walking. I go to the gym three times a week and do Zumba and circuit classes. I weigh 210 pounds. I'm 53 years old and was diagnosed with congestive heart failure at, uh, last December. So last year. I damaged my heart. It now functions at 30%. I'm able to do the classes, Zumba, and walk on my 15-minute breaks. Sometimes the energy is not there. Can I lose the weight? What suggestions do you have for someone like me? I'm desperate and brokenhearted. Boom. Wow. What are you thinking? Well, that is... It would be... Like it would be heartbreaking to hear that that news, um, but good on you, Kathy, for sticking at it and still trying to exercise to lose the weight. I'm not going to say trying; I'm going to say doing. She's doing. doing, yes. 
I would say, firstly, Kathy, not to stress about how much exercise you can do or, or the limitations on exercise now you've got considering your heart condition because most of the changes that you'll make to your body in terms of weight loss come from the food you're eating. So if the if you've got limitations for exercise, don't look at that as, well, now I can't lose weight or now it's going to be impossible for me to lose weight because it really isn't. And a lot of it, even for somebody who doesn't have a heart condition and is able to do whatever, as much exercise as they want, it's still going to come down to what they're eating. So that's sort of my suggestion, number one, is not to stress about that. What would you be your tip for Kathy, Matt? Well, my first response is to what you just said, Courtney. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I completely agree. So the question is, can I lose the weight? The answer is yes. Of course you can. So you can do a – you've got – a heart that functions at 30%, yet you can do Zumba classes. Yeah. Which is a heart-raising form of cardio exercise. So fantastic. So you can actually do some heart aerobic stuff. What suggestions? Well, what's missing here? Courtney's just mentioned the first one. Of course, you can lose the weight because it is so often dictated by what choices you make that go into your face. Mm. But also, we're missing the question of how about I do some weight training? Yeah. So, yeah, of course you can. Uh, so we appear to have a good routine happening of less intense movement being walking. Fantastic. We appear to have a routine happening here of some intense cardio being Zumba. Awesome. All we're missing is the weight training routine. Obviously, with what goes into the body, you know, the choices we're making at home. And accountability. Because mm. you look at the three things we get our clients to do when they start with us, training routine, meal prep routine, accountability routine. You're on your way. Mm. So short answer to the question, can I lose the weight? Yeah, you can, love. Yeah. Of course you can. Yep. No problem. That answers that. Yes. Can I just say next year, we're going to get some new sound effects. Oh, Good. Because <clears throat> these ones that come with the, the toy that we got, mate, they're running thin. You're over it, okay. <laughs> All right, next one comes from Kate. Hello, Kate. Hi, Kate. I mean, just you want to say hello? Sorry. No dramas. Courtney's just asleep over there. All right. I, I love the start of this this one. Ready for this? Yes. Hello, Matt and Courtney. Yes. Know your place. That's fine. I recently started listening to your podcast. Uh, I'm still in episodes from 2018. Bit of catch up to do. Mm. So I figure I still have a long way to go to catch up, correct? It has been very interesting so far. Uh, so thank you. I have a question for you, Courtney, if yes. you don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> in episode 57, remember that one? Nope. <laughs> I deliberately said that. Episode about your fear of food, which is episode 57, Courtney's fear of food. You mentioned that you used to have really large portion sizes and never felt full or were hungry again an hour later. Mm. I know this wasn't the focus of the podcast, but just wanted to know how you managed to stop this. 
This is a two-part question. That's the first part. Way you go. I, I think in that context of memory, what I would have been talking about would be the fact that I my eating was inconsistent. So I would skip meals and then I would have really large portion sizes because I was really hungry yeah. and binge out. So what I've done really to help manage that is increase the amount of times during the day that I eat. AKA meal frequency. So then that has brought down the need to overeat or to constantly feel hungry. So I found for me that when I would skip meals, like I would skip lunch, by the time I got to dinner, I was so hungry that I would have a really large portion size and I would still feel hungry. It didn't satisfy me. I think that also came down to the foods that I was eating that also made me feel unsatisfied or that it didn't fill me up. Back then, what prompted you to skip meals? A lot of the time, I just didn't put the emphasis on food. That was where my fear of food came in. So it was my thinking of, oh, this will help me lose weight. Um, if I don't overeat, I would I would trade off food. So I would think that, oh, okay, then, you know, if I don't have this, then I'm going to have McDonald's for dinner or something like that. So it was a combination. It wasn't just one thing as to why I skipped food. Did you ever did you ever skip out of guilt? Of yeah, absolutely. Based on what the last thing you had the was? The last thing, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I might have been overeating or there was something delicious and I would just keep eating past that point of feeling full and I would just keep eating and then I would feel and like the guilt crap. would come in? Yeah. And then I suppose it's like, well, I've got to have nothing for a while. Yeah. And yet all you're doing is taking one problem and adding another one to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it was, yeah, I think it was a combination of that. So I was choosing foods that were not satisfying to me. Mm. Um, and also I was having, you know, this over skipping meals, overeating. So yes, to combat that, I have increased my frequency. Yeah. I'm eating better quality foods. So I'm eating more vegetables, things like that. So I'm able with vegetables and big chunky salads, things like that. I'm able to eat a lot of that, but it's filling me up because I'm having to sort of really chew through it. Um, that makes a really big difference. Like trying to eat, if you try to compare eating a, a big bowl of colourful, chunky salad to eating a large French fries from McDonald's, you will finish the French fries and still be hungry. Mm. Whereas if you – I would struggle to finish a really large bowl of chunky salad. And it's just that difference of having to chew through more volume of food. Um, Yeah, that's helped with that. I'll tell you what, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is a nice segue into the second question Kate has. Yeah. Okay, presumably eating fresh and unprocessed foods, eating carbohydrates around your workouts eventually helps with portion sizes and feeling full. Yes. Accurate. How long did it take for you to stick to this healthier way of eating and for you to notice a difference? And did you ever get to the point where you actually prefer it rather than it being a means to achieve your goals? Fantastic. Great question. So I would say yes, yes, and yes. So... It took me actually quite um, surprisingly not a large amount of time to adapt to this style of eating. Mm. I am sort of someone who was at the start like 
I was so ready to change. I was just like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it sort of thing. So once I realized the methodology of why this worked and why this was in place, it sort of clicked in me and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I'll just do this. So that sort of fell into place quite easily at the start. Mm. That's very different though to making it a habit and making it a long-term thing. So that has taken a really long time. So that took me quite a long time. I would still have times where I would slip back into old habits. I still had times where say I'd go on holidays and I'd slip out of my routine and I found it really difficult to get back in when I got back from holidays. Um, Yeah, I found at the start it was quite difficult in terms of socialising, eating out, uh, going out with other people, making sure that I was staying on track with what I was doing because it wasn't necessarily what my friends or family were doing. So little things like that were, were quite challenging for me and did take quite quite a while to add into my habits. And even now I would say that years and years and years and years in, it's still something that I still have to think about. We Matt and I just got back uh, from a few days away at the beach and for Christmas and coming back I still had to make that conscious effort to say oh okay no before we go to bed tonight I need to make sure we've cooked some food so we've got it in the fridge that sort of thing so realistically if that wasn't sort of something that okay we have to do this let's just do this I, I probably wouldn't have done it so it is something that even now years and years in I still have to constantly think about are you at the point where you prefer the food you eat now? Like you're, it's not just eating for fuel, like you actually enjoy what you have? Yeah, absolutely. I think because of the variety, I think that I'm somebody and I think everybody's going to be different. I know you, Matt, you could have the same thing or the same sort of three different meals day in, day out and be totally happy with that. I do. So that's just something slightly different. So mm. I'm someone who couldn't do that. I get sick of certain foods. Yes, you do. So I have to rotate my menu quite often. Yes, you do. Otherwise, I'll get sick of it. So everyone's going to be slightly different in this respect, but I find that just the variety of mixing things up, eating different things keeps that fresh. I often will cook for the season as well. So right now in Australia, it is summer. Very summer. And it is quite hot. So I would then tend to make more things that I can eat cold. Mm. So I would tend to make more big chunky salads, roast chicken, things like that. Barbecue? Yeah, barbecue meats. Uh, Whereas in winter, I tend to do more of the slow cookers and, you know, the hardier sort of casseroles, things like that. So Mm. that's just the way that I I like to do it. But I like coming up with new things a lot. I like to add different flavours and yeah, I, I think that I definitely prefer – I can see the difference now and I think it's really interesting when you go through that fuel shift, Matt, and you can actually feel – sense your taste buds changing. And that's also where the difficulty can come out of it is if – and this is one thing that I'll say that Courtney did well and what helped her stick with it early on was that she embraced the process, mm. which is where I see a lot of people, even the people, a lot of people that we've worked with – come unstuck and be very hit and miss and inconsistent, they don't embrace the process. Yeah. So if you don't embrace it and you half-ass it, well, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be harder than it already is. 
So to Courtney's credit, she embraced the process. And as you said, Courtney, you were ready to change. Yeah. So you embraced the process and it made it easier. And then over time, because you then, because Courtney stuck with it, the body naturally adjusts, as Courtney mentioned before, the fuel shift. So it adjusts to the fuel sources it wants to run on and then that's where you don't really need to force what you're doing because your body does the work for you. Uh, so that, that takes time. Yeah. The thing that no one wants to talk about. Time, uh, consistency, and really embracing the process that you're following. So great questions, Kate. I definitely would say though that, can I just add in there, Matt, that I, don't, I still don't love vegetables. Like it's, it's not my favourite thing to do, but or to, sorry, to eat, but I think that there are definitely ways, and I don't, I'm not even a, a, a lover of cooking either, so I can't even say that I, I love to come up with new ways of cooking plant-based food and things like that. I don't love cooking either, but I do find it quite simple to make once you get to know the foods that you like, that you don't like, that your body likes, and that's another big thing as well. It took me years to, to learn that, okay, there are some vegetables that my body just didn't respond well to, so I'm not going to eat those. So once you get to know your body, you get to know the foods that your body feels best on, it's quite easy to, to put them together in a way that's going to make them taste good. So yeah. I definitely prefer the food that I eat now. One thing I should mention, you said before, Courtney, that you still don't love your vegetables. What makes them easier to love is if you don't just have one or two. Yeah, variety. Colour. Color. Color. Um, wasn't didn't we do an episode a while ago about eating rainbows? Yeah, and I think we also spoke about the cooking methods, the different styles of cooking methods, and making yeah. things easy for yourself with food prep things like that. So mm. I definitely refer back to those ones as well. All right, uh, last question comes from Paula from Canada. Cool. Hi, Paula. Hello, Matt and Courtney. Yes. Great start to the email. I'm a Canadian mum who loves your podcast. I used to be on Weight Watchers until I started listening to your show. Uh, I've had three babies in two years. Good effort. Wow. A set of twins and a singleton. Well done. Yeah. I haven't made it through all the episodes, but I'm wondering if you can tell me if I'm on the right track. My diet now consists mostly of two eggs and toast for breakfast a wrap or sandwich with protein for lunch, and a normal, quote-unquote, supper, meat and veg, chili, stew, etc., and fruit for snacks. I do two hit high-intensity interval training, yep. for those following along, cardio sessions a week on my elliptical, cross-trainer, love that. Yes. And two weight training sessions with my hubby's Olympic bar slash rack, which consists of lower body, upper body. Cool. I'm doing four exercises a day, two sets, aiming for 10 reps per set. After that, earful, does this sound about right? Thanks, Paula. Can I please answer? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, how are the progress photos looking? Yeah. Yeah, easy answer. Is that, is that a wrap? Yeah. Um, I'm not being a dick here. We'll know more than usual, Paula. But honestly, like anything, anything and everything has room for improvement. Yes. But the first thing you've got to do is measure... What is actually happening with the current routine? So I would say if you are changing based on what you are doing, keep doing what you are doing. So this is where the questions come in. You know, do the photos show a difference? Note, I didn't say 
Oh, are you weighing yourself every day? Yeah, don't do that. Fuck that. Don't do that. Are you taking photos every four weeks, every six weeks? Because as we say, the photos don't what? Don't lie. The photos don't lie. So I would say take the progress photos, front, side, back, not wearing much by way of clothes. I might say for a female, crop top and uh, leggings, Yep. short leggings. And then um, six weeks afterwards, same clothes, same location, same time of day, same angles. Mm. See what the photos say. Yeah. And then you go from there. If after, you know, say two or three sets of progress photos, there's no change, then that probably tells you something. Yeah, got to adjust something. Yeah. So hopefully that helped. If not, we'll blame Courtney because I answered it. Absolutely. That sounded about right. That sounds about right. So I reckon we'll bring this one to an end. Sure. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting this far in our podcast. More than that, thanks for the support. Yeah, for the year. Thanks for every, like just thanks for being you. Yes. We love what you do. We love the fact that you're listening to us. It keeps us going. It does. Uh, so feel free, even though we're taking a break and preparing season three, we're still going to be active in our super awesome Facebook group. Yes which you can find a link to in the app you are currently listening to us on. So come to our Facebook group, hang out with Courtney and I and other like-minded people. Yeah, we'll be doing some more Q&A stuff in there between now and the next season release. Um, yes, we will be. So look out for those. Yeah, there's extra things beyond the podcast that happen in the group. Yes. So get on get on over and get cracking on that if you want to support the show and keep us ad free you're welcome to buy us a coffee go to buymeacoffee.com slash weight loss again you can find the link for that in your podcast app and that brings the episode and the season and the show forever to an end for 2019 (laughs) absolutely have a fantastic new year's And we will see you in 2020. Bye for now. Are you ready to share your success? Head over to our website for full access to our show notes, resources based on today's topic, and links to our Facebook group so you can share your story with our hosts and many others out there who are looking to achieve and maintain their health and fitness goals. You can find all that and more exclusively at theweightlosspodcast.com. 